I was reading I was like oh, this is gonna love this I think but I just spent my, a few more pages oh, yeah she's gonna like this but we just spent all of our money I on know. the water heater I know I know I know I'm sorry I know I can't I'm 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 broken I'm broke I know I'm so broke I'm broke too yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be broke for a while I have a lot to do with, over this the next couple of months stuff to do and it's gonna take a lot of my money. Yeah, not fun. Yeah, the world isn't fun right now, especially like it's not fun. I mean, it's not. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we're live. Just so you know, yay! I, I've made us live. So we are live. We, we are live. live. Da, da, da. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. It's so. It was so like sunny and beautiful yesterday. And then today it's so gloomy. I have both my lights on because that's how dark it is in this office and outside if I don't have these lights on. It was just been such a dreary day. Rain. It's a little chilly, but not in a bad way. But yeah, the lighting is terrible. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know what today has been. I since I woke up at like quarter to eleven, I was like, who is she? What is mm, she doing? Sounds uh, like great sleep. I guess so. I think because I actually worked out yesterday that I was just very tired. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I passed out. Like, yes. Like hard passed out. I like it. Crazy hard passed out. <laughs> I like it. I'm here for that. I love a good sleep. Uh, I mean, I, I was like, hey, just do not check on me. I could have been dead. He's like, yes, I did check on you. <laughs> <laughs> See, he cares. He cares. He does, he does care. Also, like you know, you're just you're still getting over, you know, COVID. So COVID, yeah, yeah. goddamn COVID. I know you had it. My boss had it at the same time. It's crazy. Like everybody who's been going away has been getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, he didn't go away, but still. Well, he went to a graduation. That's not true. He went out of town for a graduation. His aunt. No, 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 no. Wait. He said his cousin, who just turned seventy-five, just graduated from law school. Go them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she always what? wanted to go. And so she just did it. So when I first started working, I worked in an office uh, for a plastic surgeon. Right? Not when I first started working, when I first started working as a nurse. And um, when he would be in the OR all day, I would help out in other departments. Mm -hmm. And I would do a lot of like their procedures and stuff, like in-office procedures, and help with that because they don't have a lot of RNs that are in doctor's offices there's a mm -hmm. lot of like medical assistants and stuff so um oh, i didn't know I, I used, that yeah so i was helping with one of the dermatologists um doing like excisions and stuff like that and we would hop up I, I worked with them all the time and very nice man and we would have all these conversations while we were chopping things out of people and he'd be like Alyssa, like i don't understand why you don't just go to medical school and i'm like because i'm like 30 something years old doc like i don't I'm going to be like 50 when I go. I don't have that. I mean, he's like, yeah, but you should do this. Like, but like, I want a life. <laughs> well, yeah. I want a life, Doc. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is a huge commitment. Mm -hmm. Huge. So whenever I hear people that are going and doing these higher degrees that 
take a lot of time. I don't think yeah. that law school is exactly comparable to med school, but right. probably close, as close as you can get, maybe. But and, um, here's the question, though. What's the average age of retirement for a doctor? Because you would have to factor that in, too. You yeah, I think mean? it depends on where you work. Some places make you retire uh, at a certain age, like 65, okay. um, depending on what medical group you work with. Okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that that's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't want a surgeon who's necessarily 75. It's why I find it very interesting that our leaders can be like 88 years old. Right. Um, but, you Talk know. Talk about diminished capacity. Yeah. You wouldn't want them making your medical decisions, but no. don't worry. They can decide about my medical decisions. Just right. Fine. Right. I don't want you looking in my hoo-ha or making decisions about my hoo-ha. So get your there old you man self out of my hoo-ha. <laughs> No old men in our hoo-ha. No old men in our hoo-has. <laughs> Hi, I, I, I think this is going to be a quiet live. And by quiet, I mean just you and me. But <laughs> hey, it's a we're Tuesday, here. but it's we're here. Yeah. And you can always catch us on the replay. If you catch us on the replay, please make sure you say hello yeah. um, and give us your comments. Um, but we are here to talk about our May, right May. Mm -hmm. May book mm -hmm. club pick. The Maleficent Seven. Yes. Yeah. By Cameron Johnston. Mm -hmm. I, before we get into it, just quickly, I lived it. Same. So. Same. <laughs> it gave me everything I wanted it to give me, and I loved it. It did not disappoint. No. It did not disappoint. No. <laughs> not one bit. Not so. one bit. Not one bit. Yeah. So. Um, do you want to talk about what you're reading? I'm going to talk about a mm -hmm. book that I just finished yesterday that I think I feel like people are going to bypass it or not pay attention to it, mm -hmm. but I really want them to. And that is When We Fell Apart by Soon Wiley. And this is out now from Dutton Books. Thank you, Dutton, for this gifted copy. This was so good so you have this is korean american a term is that okay so you have this korean american you know because i don't know i don't want to fuck it up his name is men it's okay if we fuck anything up just kindly 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 <laughs> correct us kindly yes kindly we don't want to screw things up be gentle with this old lady but um but be nice about it don't be a dick <laughs> okay. so men has this girlfriend Eugen. Mm -hmm. um so he's He's in Seoul for a job working with Samsung. Um, Eugene is there for school. And they have this lovely little relationship. And they're just all in love and all this good stuff. And um, Min gets notified that Eugene is dead. And it is assumed that she committed suicide. Okay. Well, Min can't believe it. In his eyes, Eugene was happy and had a lot going for her. She had a very clear path as to what and where she wanted to, you know, go and do in, in, in life. They were happy. She seemed happy. She seemed strong. All the things we usually say about people, you know, who unfortunately commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And so he's kind of relentless about finding out what really happened. So he's talking with the detective, telling the detective, I just don't think that she would ever do that. And so in the book, as men is 
searching for clues, talking to her friends, talking to the detective, the amount of secrets that unfold about you, Jen, just blew my mind. And it is this whole journey of him really learning who Eugene really was and what she yeah. was dealing with and struggling with and what her real loves and, and fears were. And it was, it was page turning. It was heartbreaking. It was beautiful. And I just think everyone should read it. It was just such a good read. It was really surprisingly good you know um, what it sounds like in terms of plot structure um or plot devices it sounds like black cake like this someone is gone mm -hmm. and now you're gonna learn what they really are or who they really are yes yes because also like there's there were other people involved in things i'm, I'm trying not to give things away because yeah, yeah, yeah it would ruin it you know what i mean because yeah there were a few jaw-dropping moments when i found certain things that like like oh Oh, wow. It was really, really good. I've never heard of Soon Wiley before. I is I don't know. Is it a debut? Or is it just a debut to us? <laughs> right. Okay, this is a debut. This is okay. his debut. It's very good. It's very well written. I really enjoyed it. it I really, again. really enjoyed what it. What was it? And this is When We Fell Apart. I'm sorry, I have my lights on, guys. And it's kind of hard to see. That, oh, that's a little better. When yeah. We Fell Apart by soon wiley out now from dutton books fantastic fantastic <laughs> sounds read. really good um i uh i was gonna link to it but i i i guess i, I was trying to figure out because i'm reading a bunch of books right and i haven't finished anything recently that isn't something you and i are going to talk about on an upcoming episode so mm -hmm. let's just take a second to discuss the Lovely Mind Fuck series by S.T. Abby, also known oh. as Stabby. And I kind of need you to read this. Yeah? I kind of do. So this is terrible. Oh, okay. But like, <laughs> in like a delightfully addictive way. Okay. So it is essentially and i'm gonna do a separate spoiler like reading vlog for it i finished the book one it's it's a bind up of all five books um this thing oh, and okay. i finished book one yesterday ends on a lovely cliffhanger love it um please remember it is shittily written but the plot is just so much fun so <laughs> you have lana who's um uh, she has like a thing that happened to her in the, her past that she's getting revenge for and um, which means she's now killing like all these men mm -hmm. but she kills them in like a really like methodical sadistic kind of way and she happens to bump into and start dating the FBI agent who is on her case of you know? course she does of course she does and of course he's just so big and she's just such a tiny lady and it's like every cliche <laughs> And the writing is just so bad, but like it's also really fun. Like, it's okay, just, it's just so fun. Because it's just so ridiculous. Like the whole book up. is so freaking ridiculous. And you have like Naomi, I'm the having, mind fuck series. I'm having such a remarkably wonderful time reading this. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Um and yeah, I don't want to think too much because obviously I'm gonna do a whole vlog on it, but um it is 
it is something else. Let me tell you. And as long as you are aware going into it that it is going to be uh, terrible <laughs> in okay. terms of writing, it's great. Um, I kind of wish, weirdly, I kind of wish that... Uh, Um, I wish that Denna Vipers and this book could have a baby and make another oh. book. That's oh. what I kind of wish. Like, it doesn't need to be reverse harem, but I feel like if you took both of those books, had right. them make a book baby, that book that came out the other end would be, like, amazing. It would okay. still be horrible, but it would be, like, the best kind of horrible does that make any sense? I don't know if yes, that makes it does. any sense. Hold it up again. What's the name of it again? Called the Mind Fuck series. St. Abby. Stabby. Mm -mm -mm. So I'm, I'm going to put the link in the chat. Okay. So that's what I'm currently reading. I'm enjoying every gosh darn second of it. And oh my God, it's just getting more and more expensive. I feel like on... on it's 30 some odd dollars on. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that's how much I spent. What? It's only in um yeah, it's pretty expensive over on the uh what's this thing called? I don't know. What's this place called? Amazon. Um oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. But I guess the author has passed away. Oh and in sort of a horrible circumstances uh, it has a five-star rating on perfect five-star rating on amazon and of 842 reviews which is pretty darn good wow okay yeah yeah for like an indie book it's not actually okay fine it's not perfect it's 4.8 out of five it's damn good. near close to perfect yeah and it is <laughs> amazon amazing book that put me out on an emotional roller coaster yeah it is I, I don't agree with this. Just a fabulously written book. No, it is not. Um, but it is <laughs> it is addictive. It is delightfully okay. addictive. So I, I I highly recommend that if you enjoy terrible books that are also good to read. I don't <laughs> Just know to have a good sense. time. Yes, it does. Just have yes, a good time. Just have a good time. This is a terrible book like watching a bad movie that will make you happy. I love um, that. Every time Jesus sees me with a book like this, though, he goes, centaur porn? Is that centaur porn? And I said, no. This Everything is murder. centaur porn. This is murder porn. <laughs> like, know the difference. <laughs> this time it's murder porn. And I, I mean, it, is, it has like uh, like a bit of a cult following in like indie book spaces. And interesting. I'm like, this is, this is fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here but there's for it. so many moments where I'm like, this guy has to be either the most like um in like the biggest like pussy haze, or he right. is the dumbest FBI agent that has ever existed. Or a little bit of both. <laughs> like how you know you what not, I mean? Or a little bit of both. Not picked up on this. <laughs> oh, that's too fun. Okay, yeah, you're right. This is a little pricey. I think However, I said I'm going to add it to my list and keep an mm -hmm. eye on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will also check Abe. Yeah, see, because I mean, there aren't a lot of used copies. I like, yeah, just, like, even the used copies on. Um... Oh, you know what? It looks like. Oh, but you don't use your Kindle. It looks like you can do. On Kindle Unlimited, the books individually. 
Oh, I don't have Kindle Unlimited either because I don't read ebooks. Yeah. Well, if you don't want to, sp- to, dear listeners, if you don't want to spend thirty some odd dollars on a trashy book, <laughs> we all need some good trash in our lives, don't we? Yeah, I think yes. so. We need some good trash every now and then. I wonder if it's more expensive because the author is dead. Did he recently die? Uh, let's see. Well, the books came out, what, 2019? Or was that when the bind-up came out? So C.M. Owens' death announced fans mourn the passing of romance author. Um, was a sudden, uh, the sudden death shocked her fans and many have taken to social media. It was a romance author better known by her pen names, S.T. Abbey and Christy Cunning. Her film name is Christy Owens. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. She died like passed away saturday july 24 that was last year oh okay okay mm-hmm. in a tragic accident <clears throat> that is the... yeah so she okay. had a tragic accident so she was a pretty popular romance writer yeah okay and she oh she died due to injury sustained in a car crash oh, that's terrible isn't that terrible just to like bring things down um yeah, that's, let, me, that's, let me let me pick them back up. I'm always astounded by like how little I know about the romance genre. Um, you know what I mean? Like all the little subgenres of romance, all the authors. Like I'm totally clueless in the romance genre. There is, and I don't know a lot either, but there is a whole area of indie romance that is huge, like absolutely huge. And, um, yeah, I like there's a lot of people in there and they have like legitimately hardcore fan bases. And we're uh, talking when we say indie, we mean they are publishing their own books. Yeah. Interesting. And then I'm, I think I'm intrigued smaller, by this community. I think there's some smaller presses that also are sort of conglomerates of indie mm-hmm. authors and they, they put things out too. And then there's like mm-hmm. your big things like Harper and um, right. Yvonne and and all of those harlequin okay. that's what i'm trying to think of um yeah yeah but that's about the only name that i really i did know. send you a little gifty today oh just so you know mm. but speaking like of presents <laughs> speaking of romance before we get into everything um i told you that i got a copy of seven days in june uh-huh. which we're gonna be doing as a buddy read and discussion on the show right mm-hmm. yes yes in an upcoming episode so spoiler we're doing that um i just got another copy off the paperback from the publisher i don't know why grand central has sent me two but thank you grand central for sending me two two more so i think we need to be doing some giveaways so i would stay yeah. tuned for giveaways for this and what i was thinking is for seven days in june um we could give this away and if the whoever wins it if they want to come and do a live show and oh, we can discuss cool. it live together that might be really fun so i will uh i'll get together a buddy read for this and uh a giveaway for it and we can figure that all out yes um, and look for a giveaway for the this book that's out today just by looking at him love that book by ryan o'connell this it, this is arc four three and four that they sent me they sent me four arcs and one finished copy <laughs> so give away f- <laughs> 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 
So I'm gonna do a giveaway. I mean, I'm happy about it because I got I got an arc out of it, and I absolutely adored that book. Oh, it was so. And do I'm you know so who his excited. partner is? No, his partner is the author of Yes, Daddy. Oh, because I saw in the back. He's what is it? It said. It said he lives. Where's this? Um. He lives, uh, laughs and loves in Los Angeles with his partner, Jonathan Parks Ramage. That's the guy that wrote Yes, Daddy. What's it like in their household, those two authors? I mean, uh, just from reading this and from listening to him read the audiobook, like, I'm sorry, we need to go have a drink. Like, you sound like we're going to have a fun time. We're yeah, so stay, stay tuned for that because Alyssa and I will be doing a show talking about just by looking at him because it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. Like, absolutely. It was so And good. I don't think that you understand my love of Provincetown. So, no. like, the fact that this L.A., like, California book has picked up on my New England. Right. Like, Oh, it's just well, you I know, mean, I like the Los Angeles part, and he didn't every mention time, my hometown. I know, I know. I was like, every time I heard Silver Lake, I was like, I just know that Naomi's gonna be like, hmm. because it's so rare, it's so well, rare, but yet I've read well, three or four books that mention Silver Lake in particular. I'm like, wow, this I is don't something think so anymore. I think now yeah. it's like a thing. I, I'm here for it, yeah, I'm here for it. So, yeah, that's a little preview of what's to come, but you want to get into the meat. So what was your rating? What did I give this? I gave it four or five stars. I think I gave it four stars. <clears throat> I know I didn't give it five stars because I think um, it had enough similarities to Kings of the Wild that didn't give me the same feelings that I just didn't feel comfortable giving it a full five stars. Um, but what did I end up giving it? Did I give it four or did I give it a little more? <laughs> I gave it. Look I'm looking at my bookly and my goodreads four i also gave it four i'm looking at my story graph because i like story graph i i tried i guess it's not for me i tried but we could do buddy reads over there huh what yeah there's a buddy reads feature where like basically it's like a like a board where you you're all in the group and you're reading a book and like you can post your progress with comments. God dang it! Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Fine. Okay, listen. You're gonna have to one help of me, our friend. one of our fine followers has invited you to do a buddy read with us of the Mindfuck series. So, okay. So here's the thing, right? <laughs> so let me be, let me be honest about my story graph journey. Okay, this is year what 2022. Two this is years. the year that hates Alyssa, but yes, this is the year 2022. Two years I've tried to use Storygraph, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I always, I forget to update it, right? It's And it's so hard to go back and like add all that stuff in. I have created a Storygraph account and deleted it three times <laughs> to create another one because I keep forgetting to update it. I'm well, going to try it again. And maybe the, maybe the buddy reading feature will like, you know, entice me to actually use the dang app. You should use the dang app. Yeah. So I um I only added starting this year. Um and obviously if I come across books um randomly that I have read, I just mark them as read, but I don't do anything else. Uh just to like I don't know what. 
what I'm trying to figure out is why pay for it other than to keep the app ad free and all of that. What there's are we paying a, for? What there's a fee there's for a what? Pay, there's a pay for option of Storygraph that gets you some things, but I can't figure out what those things really are and what value they have to me. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we'll figure it out. But okay. Well, thank you for telling me about the buddy read part because maybe that'll be the thing that will keep me over there checking in on a on a regular basis. I'm just so used to Goodreads. And like I know that you like the charts and I don't look at any of that stuff. Like I don't really, I don't really mm -hmm. have a desire for I just want to track what I'm reading. I love the goddamn charts. I think the charts are fantastic. They make me so happy. I just love seeing a pie chart that shows me what I think is true about myself. And that is mm -hmm. that I just like misery and darkness. <laughs> oh, my heart is a black heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the elder emo in me that I'm like, yes, I am reflective and dark. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another go uh this weekend. So I highly I highly recommend for you to try it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. But we can try the buddy read feature for just, I don't know, maybe seven days in June. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe for Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. All right. So <sighs> the book that we're supposed to be talking about, The Beautiful Maleficent 7. So summary. Do we have a summary? Summary. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Black Karen <laughs> is this demonologist who like plays with these demon shadow things, which she's which really so freaking cool. cool. They're so cool. And <gasps> it opens with like she's on the eve of this battle and she just like and she's got all these like all of her generals and everything and they're like poised, they're ready. Just like they're ready. Oh and destroy and all this stuff. And she's just like, peace. I'm out. out. <laughs> um <I'm> out. <laughs> she literally dropped the mic. She just gone. Just dissolves into nothingness and goes. So Years later, then a lot of years with a 40 years many, later, they're like they are old. She's old, a grandma. Yeah, they're old, old lady. She's an old lady demonologist, and she's yeah. like, Well, fuck, I need their help. So, because there's this what are they, the light or something like that? Mm -hmm. The bright one, the bright one's coming. So, there's like in traditional fantasy, there's there's like two warring religions or two warring kingdoms or two warring insert thing right so you have like two warring sort of religious factions and you have the, these bright ones that are coming in there and i think this is loosely based off of the seventh samurais which may be based off of um which i think is i think just like christianity coming and um oh is it i think but anyway i could be wrong on that one uh but anyway because i think the right one's supposed to be like christian missionaries but oh. which i'm fine with um but I, I, again, it could be very wrong, but to ward off these bright ones, she needs their help because they're coming and they're going to like destroy her town. And so she has a child and she's got grandchildren and she's got all these people um, and that she's trying to protect, including her town. Cause she's been living in this little town, living mm -hmm. like a little grandma and being great. And they don't know that she's black Heron and they, they don't know that she's actually right. she's evil. Just Dahlia. She's just Dahlia to them. She's just nice little <laughs> Dahlia. And, um, Wait, let me, so she, let me read that little part that where she explains what's going yes. on. So it says, come the summer, the Lucent Empire will march south through the mountains. The town of Tarnbrook occupies the southern mouth of this valley. 
Once the Lucid Empire crushes it, they will have free reign to expand through all the lands of the South. They mm -hmm. will destroy the old ways, purge cities, and enforce worship of their new goddess that must not come to pass. And that new goddess is, I mean, the, there's this whole story, and I don't mean incestuous in like brother and sister. I mean incestuous like every player mm -hmm. is somehow like related to the other players mm -hmm. in like a really twisted way and it's right. delicious it's right. great like they all have a history they all have a history and mm -hmm. it's so intertwined and it's mm -hmm. it's so great because nothing is exactly as it seems on on the surface which tell me about it uh, there's so much like duplicity and everybody's out to get everybody else and like you can't trust anybody and it's like there's no honor among thieves like mm. that is exactly what's happening here right she has to call on all of her generals to come help her beat this lucent empire exactly and i had to make a little cheat sheet of who everybody was because i kept getting them confused mm. mm -hmm. in the very beginning but you but you have a necromancer maven who is probably the most she is treacherous of ever maven is something else i yeah maven's hardcore maven has a lot of her own agenda so she's also yes, she does. a necromancer uh and she's pretty kind of cool as a necromancer she's cool and she's scary and she's not to be fucked with she's not and let me just tell you like all of the magic and the beings in this book are mm -hmm. fantastic Aren't they are they? really well oh laid out without being without it being like laborious to the point where you're like snorefest i don't care right. like, there's just enough world building and background information for you to be like get it it's believable mm -hmm. i understand it awesome let's go with the plot so you never really get slowed down and bogged down in some like great descriptive area exactly um, which i love which is great because you have seven different people that you have to talk about including like i think the vampire is really good too um the vampire was great I just, I just feel like he would What's actually be Laura Moore, Laura, Laura Mayer, yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, Taranek, the god of war, he's drunk bastard, and I kind of liked him. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like, like Amog, Amug. Oh yes, the orc, the orc, the orc. Was fantastic. Okay, listen, you all. The orc has some of the funniest lines. Oh, yes. I, this orc just thinks humans are ridiculous. We are weak. I, this orc was hilarious. But I love how the orc made this relationship with what's her name? Like, Red. oh, yes. Mm. What was that lady's name? Like, Jane? Yeah. Red Jade, or she had, oh, she really believed gosh. in her. I can't believe. Anyway, you'll, we'll, we'll come across her name at some point because she goes, yeah. Penny, 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 Penny. So good old Penny. So he like, she, because the orc is a woman, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. a female. So a the orc chieftain, it, chieftain like, is like all upset with all of the humans that are basically men. Right. That are being trained to be these warriors. And she's like, what is this? And she randomly comes across penny and like penny is the fearsome warrior mm -hmm. that everybody's overlooking because she's a lady and i'm like yeah exactly ooh, feminist tract love exactly. it <laughs> like, it really fantastic. was it really was and she was badass and she would never have been able to be badass without this other badass woman being right. like yeah and like don't let chieftain fool you it's a lady and but like i think the alchemist was a fascinating character you know yeah um like very jaden uh jared hated Hayden. he was 
he was a little snot, and you, you just wanted to smack him around. You know what I mean? But he was, but he was like, so brilliant in the most terrifying way. He was pinky in the brain. He was brain. He really he was, like, was. He really he, was. He was just out to take over the world and to do all these things. And I thought it was really interesting. that. At, so you have, okay, so we've just outlined a whole bunch of like, See being nonsense, right? Right. Like, like vampires, orcs, like yada yada yada. Everybody's playing with magic and yep, blah blah, whatever. But like they actually, the author actually brings up things that are very much uh things that happen in real life. So there's mm-hmm. the whole thing with the pigs mm-hmm. that are like exploding pigs. The Russians did that with dogs along mm-hmm. during World War II and would strapped these like dogs with like bombs and like sense like yeah and like it was cr- like yeah, yeah. there's like this real actual right stuff in here and i really do think that this is i do think that they're supposed to be the christians coming and destroying i think so i really do we should have not get the author on i want it to be <laughs> yeah and did you notice and i i i still t- I, I can't believe I even noticed this. On the copyright page has the best question for this book. Can evil ever be good? I did not. I did not. Like but that, that, is, is, that is the, the question, whole right? question for this book. So right. you have all these evil characters. Like these are the bad guys. These are the bad guys. They're coming together the baddest to protect this town the ba- mm-hmm. and protect these people and protect their own self-interests. Mm-hmm. And can they actually band together and do good? And can they? Right. And I don't tricky, think right? so. <laughs> because they're, they all have their own agenda. Yes. Right? And so on the outside, because you don't know what their agendas are. They're okay. hiding it from one another. They mm-hmm. they know themselves. Well, they're not sharing it. But, but on double the outside. Another, exactly. But on the outside, it does appear as if they're trying to save the town, mm-hmm. trying to save the people. But it's specifically for their own self-interest. Mm-hmm. It's just that the outsiders don't know that. <laughs> like Maven's trying to get to to the to oh, see the sh- goddess, mm. and she's Which, got a plan for Black Heron. That's crazy. Uh, the that plan for was Black crazy. Heron was great, and I love Wasn't Black it? Heron at the end of this book. Black Heron's arc. Did you see it coming? Fantastic. No, and I loved every I didn't of even. It. I was like, oh, I did not see that. I was coming, like, oh, ma'am. I did not know that that was your end game. Like, right, but it was a hell of an end game. I mean, it was great. Do you think there's going to be another book? It's, it did feel like it. It read like it. But I mean, how many, how many years has it been? And it, and it doesn't have like the little, you know, in the quotations, I mean, in the parentheses, like the series name yeah. or anything to make you think. There's going to be another book, but it does feel like you could have one. Maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe he wanted to have the option to keep it going if he felt like he had another story in him. Because I'm telling you right now, I hope he's at home right now saying to himself, you know what? I think I will write book two. I need it. Yeah. Because Maven's not done. Maven's not done. And I want to know everything about the politics of where Black Heron is now. Yeah. Because now there's a whole new set of politics a for her. A whole new set of politics. Like she just changed the game. Folks, I need, we need you to read this book. It's so good. It's so freaking good. It is. It's on Audible too. Oh, yes. It's yes, an it audiobook. Mm-hmm. I think I got it from the library. My, none of my libraries had it, but I did. I just went ahead and got 
use my credit for it on, I on Audible. I find it weird the things that our libraries have and don't have I know. comparatively. Like, it's it's weird. I know. And I always find it weird when the New York Public Library doesn't have something. I'm like, but you're like the I New always York find that weird too. Public library. Like, you're probably the only library system that people know. Right. Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I I really I thought this was really well written. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed all of the characters. I'm, I keep trying to think who's my favorite. I think w- the orc is one of my favorites for sure. The orc is one of my favorites. I do really, really like the alchemist. I like mm-hmm. Derek. He's just a fun character. I get, a, mm-hmm. I get a kick out of him. Like I get a kick out of him at the end, like when he gets his cub up and oh like, boy, I, like that was so perfect. Like that was the yeah. perfect way. To, to do that it was beautiful it really was it really was i wondered about um black heron's daughter and her children yeah well they seemed relatively normal right like, right it's not like the daughter was like oh mom you demonologist right exactly so i don't know <laughs> like, like in a hmm. kooky's like 80s 90s sitcom kind of way like very much there would so. be like a laugh track where she'd be like ah my mom's <laughs> evil <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly exactly yeah now i tell you the the other well i'm not not gonna spoil this for the audience but the revelation of who the bright one was Mm -hmm. i mean come on that was like are you kidding me (laughs) this whole time i know i wasn't ready for that that was so sad though and so heartbreaking i I felt her pain i really felt her pain and like i don't know i think he did a really good job at like keeping things nice and secret so he could have a nice reveal i think he did that really well there was a great pacing to the reveal Mm -hmm. there was i wonder what he was talking about um there was a (laughs) hemi is angry um yeah, no, the reveals were fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was bloody and gory. Why do I love people bursting eyeballs so much? Is something that I really would like amazing. to know. Amazing. <laughs> but like, hey. whenever anybody does anything to an eyeball in a book, I'm like, yes, it was so good, so good. I just, I want more from this. It, it's great as the first book, and I think you'll be okay, right? But there is a desire to want to know what happens next. I can't deny that. Yeah. I can't 100%. deny that at all. Yeah. Because it doesn't just, like, end, I don't know, in, like, a nice, tidy way where you're like, oh, happily ever after, hugs, kisses. Mm, the end starts a new chapter. Yeah, it really does start what it could be the potential for something mm-hmm. new. I wonder if he is going to do... John, son. I mean, he's also a football punter. What? Oh, what? Cameron Reyes. Uh, no, that must be somebody else. Uh, Cameron Johnson, Johnston, writer, swordsman, gamer, archaeology, and history fiend. That's what it says. Um, I like this line that Black Heron said in in somewhat at the beginning. She says, "I am not I am not your mother now, girl. Not until this is done. I am power and pride. I am Black Heron, and this town will bow to my will." I just thought like that is so badass. 
She is so badass. She really is. And those demons. I love shadow demons. They were amazing. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. He does have another book called The Traitor God. Um, We should get it. God of Broken Things, which might be a sequel. We should get it. Yeah, it looks like a sequel. I like like, I like his style. Yeah, I mean, I think his style is fantastic. It's very approachable. I can't believe people still use Blogger um, as for websites, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, is that not a shock to anybody else? But it's a shock to me. Uh, yeah. So there's the, he has the Age of Tyranny series. So he's got two books in that. I don't know if they're complete. Um, I'm just over here on Angry Robot, who reached out to me about a book the other day, just so you know. So I do have a book coming, hopefully, from them. You know, I really I, am enjoying Angry Robot because Angry Robot wrote, uh, published another, they didn't write it, published another book of ours, um, which was, um, oh gosh, what was it was called? Was that our January? The Cabinet. The Cabinet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, I think, I think they're becoming a new favorite publisher of ours because I they have several so. things that we want to read that they've uh, published is this what they're sending they asked me about it may have been this one the silver queendom um but i could be wrong but they have a lot of fantasy but it's it looks like it's good <laughs> like yeah so and it looks like they're out of the uk yeah. Did I just get on a UK publisher's list? I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> I hope so. I, I feel like I've, I've I've reached a new pinnacle of my bookish career. <laughs> I hope so. But this oh, is fantastic. Yeah, because yeah, they are based out of London. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be. A- yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's no there's indication that it, that it will be, but the book leaves an opening. It does. Where you could continue on. Uh, if you've read Maleficent 7, do you want a sequel? Do you want to keep going in this story? Or do you not want to mess with it? And you want to leave it alone? I feel, like I, I feel like I need it. I need to see where Maven goes because she's got some stuff she's tangled up in that she's got to figure out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Black Heron is just like, <laughs> she's just set a new course. For herself I mean, and these people, so a solid duology where you yes. have Maven and um, yes, Black Heron finally have to like do like the epic big baddie battle. Mm-hmm. Would be fantastic. Yes, I'm cool with a duology. I just want to know what happens after this. That's that's all I want. I just want to know. And you can have cameos this. from everybody who's left at the end of Maleficent Seven. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I don't need like some four or five. 14 book series like you can see like penny just coming a, just a just imagine up. imagine penny we would have to have penny we we, we, we need penny yeah because penny would have to be team heron oh for sure for sure 100 so, but the vampire oh vampire is team vampire i think and he's gonna go with whoever vampire winning. is always team vampire <laughs> I don't know. This was really a joy to read. I'm glad that we selected this. I'm glad that we chose a grim dark book. And um, me too. Yeah, we got to make sure we have at least one or two of those a year for our. Well, pit. I'm reading right now. Uh, God, blood, God. Mm-hmm. What am I reading right now? God, Is God something? blind or God blood? God, 
something with a beat. Anyway, so Godblind, the Godblind trilogy. I'm reading book one. This is by a lady author of a lady of Grimdark. And I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a lot in the beginning because there's like 97 different points of view. Mm-hmm. Which if you don't like multiple POVs, this is 100% not the book for you because right. there's too many of them. It's not just mm-hmm. like two. Everybody gets a point of view. Um, but once you get everybody straight and you figure out where everybody is and you get like 100 pages in and people start getting their testicles nailed to things, you're like, I'm here for it. I'm yeah. in it. Yeah. I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. Saucy. It was good. It was a good time. I'm I'm enjoying it. And yeah. Yeah. So she's, on, she's on my list. You, you know I have a I have a growing uh Goodreads shelf that I uh, Grimdark where I add all of my recommendations from from <laughs> Mike from Mike's book reviews and from Slowly Red. Those are like my two main people for my Grimdark stuff. Do you and, like Slowly um, Red? He's 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 so good. He's I really enjoy his channel. Yeah, if you want, I know we wanted to add him on to talk about this. If you want more Grimdark, he is definitely a good channel to go to for. He really is. He's just like a good time. You can tell he's like passionately loves Grimdark for sure, and he has such great recommendations. And I think I got a couple things from him, like Godblind. I think was from him Mm -hmm. because I think it was in like his Grimmies or whatever his little Mm -hmm. like annual awards. Yeah, and which that is very cool that he does that. I love those. And he has so many categories. Yeah. That's what's crazy to me. Yeah. How does he have so many categories? Um, but then that sent me down on this rabbit hole of like, who are the women writers of Grimdark? Because mm-hmm. like, you have Joe Abercrombie. We hear about some of these people all the time. Right. I, mean, I keep saying Joe Abercrombie. But like, there's people that you hear all the freaking time. Yeah. Like, what about the ladies? Where are the ladies at? Yeah. Where are the ladies? Where are you? Stand up. I found up. the ladies. So I yeah. do have a small pile of like first books um, in Fantasy Corner. And yeah, I, we just need more time to read books. Yeah, because I know. So you're reading Anna Stevens, and there's there's also there's another Anna Anna Smith something, Anna Smith Park. No, Anna Smith Spark, something like that. She's another one. I don't know. I'm trying to look and see if I have anybody that I can read for like from here. Like I'm trying to <laughs> clock it, um, but everybody's turned away from me, so I can't read. Yeah, uh, I see us Friedman Black Sun Rising, which I think is sort of an older grim darky thing uh and we picked up book two when i was with you but i couldn't pick up book three mm, mm-hmm. um francis knight maybe mm, mm-hmm. fade to black is that one i'm trying to read spines and i can't read spines. yeah but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of ladies out there which i didn't really know there were and now i do and i encourage you guys to read grim dark i think it if you like that if you like, sort of thing. I think it spices it up. If you're getting a little bit bored of some things in fantasy and you want a little bit more grit, yeah. you'll get more grit. Yeah. Gory grit. Gory grit. Yeah. Eyeballs are going to pop. Right. Testicles are going to get nailed to things. Right. Spleens are going to get pulled out of your body. No. Roundhouse. You know all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Or Roadhouse. Roadhouse, right? Wink, wink. Roadhouse. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you want more of that, then you, the, then Grimdark is definitely the way to go. So since we're talking about fantasy, 
Yeah. And, and by the way, I think we said it already. Read this. It's really great. Give it a try. Oh, yeah. Um, Read the damn book. Actually, I think this would be a good introduction walking into Grimdark. Yeah, because it wasn't too... Mm-hmm. It wasn't too dark. Yeah, yeah. And so, it moves pretty quickly. Like, the it really does. is great. And the characters are fun. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's a great introduction. I think it's a great introduction, yeah. So, since we're talking about fantasy, let me just... Because, you know, got to hold myself accountable okay what did, what did you do i still haven't gotten back into wheel of time oh well, neither have i so you're fine <laughs> i just if what has it been three months so this is june something like that i, I also have, have no plans five. to read book eight of uh the expanse this month so oh i have to read it i think i'm taking a break this month i, I can't take a break although i'm really sad that it's where we're at the end i know but so this is June. We were supposed to start book five back in April, right? Something like that. We're very behind. I just have no desire, but I, d I don't want to let it go, but I also have no <laughs> desire to pick it back up. I will pick it back up. It's just, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be like reading some other series where it's like, um, I have to devour them all. Like, um, in like a, a close time period. I don't think it matters. I think there's so much shit that happens in these real time books that is mostly irrelevant to my overall enjoyment of the stories. Yes. That um, it's fine. I can, I can forget some things. So here, here's the thing for me. Here's what I fear. What mm -hmm. I fear is if I don't get far enough into that series before this year ends, I will not want to go back to it next year. Uh, I so, I mentally, I would have moved on. So are you telling me that I need to hold you accountable so that we can? You might have to because I'm I'm, I'm getting to that point. Like I'm already at the halfway mark of I could take it or leave it. I could take it or leave it. Well, let's read book five. I mean, I have all of them. You have all of them. Okay. Now I have to get the audiobook again. I kept renewing it, renewing it, renewing it, renewing it, and now it's gone. They were like, no more renews for you. We got... 10 people waiting, ma'am. They like never have them at my library. So I just, I think I have that one on Audible. Okay. All right. I'll put it back on hold. So I can read it whenever you want. Okay. I'll put it back on hold. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I hope that book five, like, gives me a, you know, a, a new energy to want to keep going. But right now I'm, I'm I think we're about to hit the, the lull. So we might not feel that way, but. <laughs> I don't know. People said there's a lull in the expanse. I didn't feel a lull. I think people don't like book five. I loved it. Which one is that? Abaddon's Gate? Um, yeah. No, Nemesis Games. Oh, no. Which one's the one that I was kind of like, eh. it was Abaddon's Gate. It was three. Book yeah, three. That, is that Abaddon's Gate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that I'm kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah. I just I just love that goddamn series. I just, I just love it. But I think six was the one I like the most so far. Yeah. I'm just, I'm I'm sad we only have two books left. I'm really, really sad about it. Yeah, I have to go get it. I think the reason I'm stalling is that I have to go get book eight, and then we're getting closer to not having a paperback for book nine. Oh. Which, can we come out with a paperback for book nine? It's been a It'll year be now, hasn't it? November. So, like, I think I'm trying to November to be, a be year. able to get a paperback of book nine. Oh, okay, I just bought the hardcover. I pre-ordered it. Whatever. I'll probably get the paperback, too, so they all match. I kind of wish that they would make a special edition of the short story collections. 
Ooh, hold on. Paperback. Let's see. Let's see. Paperback. Pre-order price. What does it say? When? November, right? Or is it October? I thought it was November. Naomi. February 7th, 23. Oh, okay. See, I pre-ordered the hardcover because I just knew I wasn't going to wait for the paper. Like, I want to read it. But it irritates me. Like, this irritates me that if I'm going to have all of them. Yeah. But two. I mean, the short story collection is hardcover, too. And I'm going to buy that as well. <sighs> I want the short story collection to come out in, like, a special edition so that I can. Then it won't feel so bad because I have the special edition first one. Mm-hmm. But Me that's too. Not how it's so works. beautiful. It is pretty. It's so pretty. These are the, like the completely irrational traumas of being a book collector. So you're like, I mean, I don't want my entire series to be one format I mean, and then have one be the wrong one. I don't care that they're paperback. I just want right. them to be all paperback. I I feel you on that too. I just knew that like I'm I wasn't gonna wait till February of the next year to read the last book. Like once I'm in the zone. <laughs> I might have to be crazy and just like just listen to it. <laughs> okay. And then wait, which is probably what will end up happening. Oh no. Okay. Whatever works for you. Sorry. Whatever works for you. I'm not you. annotating them. No, no, but I do dog ear them quite a bit sometimes for stuff like I may need to go back to or something, you know. Like when they how many times they tell you pain means you're not dead. <laughs> or if I feel like, oh, I may need to go back to this to remind myself of something later, I'll I'll just dog ear some stuff. But now somebody just like them. melted in their shoes when I said I dog ear the book. I dog ear the crap I out of those expanse books. Sometimes I don't. Care. Yeah. Um, I'm just now that I'm looking at it, I'm also sort of annoyed that the first three books, the on the spine, the names are the really big print, and mm -hmm. and then the author name is the really big one going forward. Yeah, like books one through three, it's the title. And then yeah. the rest of the books, it's the name. And I wish they didn't do that. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now but, I hate them. <laughs> but it, but here's what I do like. At least all of them are numbered. Like, yes. I want everyone who writes a series, I want you to put the numbers of the books on well, the it's spine. why Orbit paperbacks are superior. Orbit yeah. is fantastic at doing series because they're really good at labeling them appropriately right i just but i'm like you i wish that the titling had been the same like either yeah. put the title as the focus on the on the spine or the name i like the title as the focus and the name underneath that's what i prefer yeah like i get it james s.a Corey. i know you guys wrote that book like it's right good. i know who you are it's fine right we're good yeah i know yeah so that's but, the only thing yeah I gotta get back to that. There's a lot of stuff over here in Fantasy Corner that I have to get back to. Yeah, I gotta finish up my um my other Grimdark series. Uh, what is it? Uh, let's see, Kings Kings of Paradise. I read that. I gotta read Kings of Ash and Kings of Heaven, book two and three. I may do that like over the summer. Yeah. And um, yeah, starting Game of Thrones this month. Oh, good. Let me know mm -hmm. when you get to book three. Yeah. Hitch myself in there. Yeah. And um, 
I'll probably announce something on Friday. I just got to figure out, you know, what I'm doing. But I probably announce something on our TBR lowdown mm-hmm. page on Friday. I need to stop getting distracted by literary fiction. And like, the problem is, is that it's so short and so, like, comparatively speaking, mm-hmm. and so, like, addictively, like, you can go through them really quickly and then you get that, like, serotonin rush and then you read another one and you can just binge rate, like, a couple different I books mean, as opposed to being in one book for a while. So, like, sometimes I'm, I get distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I it's just remember my fantasy corner and then i but then i'll get into fantasy i'm like yes this is why i read fantasy nail his balls like, <laughs> I, mean, I i'm having one of those i'm having one of those moments where i want to just devour all the books there are so many good things that are coming out there are so many good things that have been on my mind for a while that are like just staring at me like in my face it's just it's a lot and i just want to read all of the things i've been very things. um I've been very like reading like a crazy person, but I feel like that's going to change when I go back to work tomorrow. I think I'm going to yeah. start getting tired again. <laughs> I hope not. Like even this past weekend was such a good reading weekend. I read three great books. I read Marrying the Ketchups. I read Vladimir Oof. and you did too, which was fantastic. And then just by looking at him and then yesterday, you know, again, finished uh, when we fell apart, just some really good books. I'm just, I'm, I'm having the best time right now. Yeah, there's a lot of really good things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, read Godblind. It's also great. She's on the list. She, I'm, I have to take it slow. I gotta finish. I gotta finish some stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot, Alyssa. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. It's a lot. And we don't get paid to just read these things. Well, I always think like, how many fantasy series can I read at one time without getting confused? I don't know, but I don't want to overwhelm myself. Like. I'm going to start the Game of Thrones. I don't know how many books that is, but I'm, I'm going to start that. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to finish that Kings of Sand, Ash thing, whatever I was just telling you about. Oh, and um, I want to start the Old Man's War. I mean, that's sci-fi, but like, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, yeah, you know. I think it depends on what kind of fantasy we're talking about. Like, if the fantasies are different enough, I don't. Hmm. I don't. I won't, I don't notice any issues with remembering things i don't know but when they're very similar like um i i don't know like i was gonna say like i don't know if i could read like wheel of time and i almost said game of thrones and i'm like no they're like opposites right but like i don't i don't know but I'm looking at, at my shelves and I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to read this way and that way and this way and that way. So I feel like there's going to be some stuff coming up on Pango because I just need to bite the bullet and be like, I'm not reading this. As much as I kind of want to, I'm not reading it. Mm-hmm. If I want to, I'll get it out of the library. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's other stuff here. And then like there's stuff that I bought during our book haul. I still haven't done my book haul yet. You know Why? Because now I have to go through those shelves one more time. Like all those books that I donated, that I that I traded up for store credit, I still don't have enough space. <laughs> well, I actually have no space. So I have no space. And I have a whole tote bag, like the Ikea size, you know, the Ikea size tote bag and a box of books that we bought, you know, during our, our wonderful weekend. And so now I've got to go through things again and figure oh. out space. That's why I haven't done the haul. <laughs> You know, I have like double stacks on the floor on like underneath my last shelf, right? I know, but you have right behind me underneath yours. Mine hit the floor. Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't started doing that in Fantasy Corner, but it's going to come soon. I just hate reshelving books because I have so many of them and having to mm -hmm. move them across and I do it alphabetically, which mm -hmm. is great and not great at the yeah. same time. It's really annoying sometimes. Well, I decided like there are some, because I got shelves behind me over there. There are some mm -hmm. fantasy ones I'm going to put up here at the very tippy top. Mm -hmm. And then there are some books on the bottom here that I'm going to put in the other room where I have stacks of books along the wall to make some space for the new, the, the other books that I just bought. So yeah. I have to do that before I can do this haul. Cause what yeah. I don't want is to do, do the haul and then just have the books just out on the floor because that irritates me. My <sighs> out on the floor. I just, I mean, I still have some in a box, uh, but it's neatly, it's neatly behind me. It's all neat. Yeah. So. And there is there is met, met, there is method to my madness. I mean, I do have things sorted at least between fiction and fantasy. So right, um, I knew where to go if I want something. But right, and I have to get another bookshelf for the the bedroom now that I've rearranged all the stuff. I mm -hmm. have to buy that other bookshelf. But instead of buying that bookshelf, I bought a water heater. There you go. Can't put not books a bargain. In here. Not a bargain. My bookshelf sixty bucks. The water heater was. Not not sixty bucks <laughs> exactly. So maybe that'll be my um my weekend project. I've been dreading it though. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's hard to... trying to find. It's hard. Well, I was thinking like maybe while I was home with COVID, I would do that. And no, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> that's a lot of effort. Yeah, that I don't have mm -mm. in me. I just don't. Um, no. <laughs> No, and, and that goddamn Tracy Wolf keeps coming out with books. I thought that was done. That's the Crave Lady, right? Yes, and I have them all on prayer. I still have to read the fourth one, and she keeps coming out with. When them. does she get the four? She's at like six. I think I have pre-ordered. Wait a minute, six. what? Yes, I got four the other day. Well, she knows y'all love that. She knows you all eat it up like candy. So she's going to keep giving you more, giving you more, giving you more. I know. Y'all love them. Y'all love the, this, 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 this candy of hers. It's crave candy. I know we have problems. And she's like, hey, she's, this is her moment. See, this I have her moment. the next two Lauren Olympuses on pre-order. Babel on pre-order. The next book in... Oh yeah, I have Craves five and six on pre-order. Wow. Um, Wait, so five isn't out yet? Mm-mm. So what? Are five is coming out almost back to back. Five is November, and six I think is next May, maybe. Oh, okay. So she's already gotten them written. Okay. Wow. Uh. That lady's not messing around. No, she's not. And I'm buying them like the idiot that I, I am. You're not an idiot. This is your joy. This is your joy. So I do have to go back into it's that. It's your crave candy. Um, it, it is just trash candy and I love it. I yeah, go we got to have that good stuff. Oh, we haven't yeah. done our recommendations yet. No, we haven't. We've just been chit-chatting like Well, you know, some book conversation. That's what happens. Two old ladies just chit-chatting over here on the internet. Um, I'll give you a book recommendation. I'll give you a book recommendation. Give me a book recommendation. I don't know why that got so aggressive, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna Ooh. give you White Tears, Brown Scars, Ooh. um, How White Feminism Betrays Women of Color by Ruby Hamad. Um, 
just a fantastic um discussion of how traditional feminism leaves out uh people of women of color and the ways that women of color experience um discrimination in, in ways that differ greatly from um the way white people, women do and the ways that white women discriminate against any melanated human being mm. um there's a really interesting discussion of uh sort of like the plight of the white woman and how like we are like the possession of white men and so we're like used to being protected mm-hmm and whenever that gets challenged, um, there is this just ability to fall apart and just mm. the whole like white tears thing. Mm. Um, so it, it's a very I, fantastic read. Please read it. Love it. Um, it's going to challenge a lot of maybe your preconceived um Maybe not preconceived notions. Maybe some of your behaviors that you've been doing as a white woman, uh, especially within the workplace, um, mm. and putting them in a different context when you understand how different people react to different things and why they react the way they do, and maybe why the way you react is the way you react. So interesting. That was a very. It's a very good book. It's very informative. It's well paced. It's interesting. It's good. I need to read it. All right, I'm going to recommend a really fun book, and it's called Birds of California by Katie Katugno. Okay, I, I can barely eyes. see it. Sorry, I know. Hang on. There we go. It definitely looks like a neon light now that you have that light on it. I know, right? This was really fun. So we have Fiona. Fiona used to be on a really, really popular uh, family show. Mm-hmm. And at the height of everything, she kind of like makes all the big mistakes in the spotlight and um, the show ends and she goes to work for her family's business. Well, Mm -hmm. some years later, the creator of that show, which was called birds of California, they want to reboot it and they want the same cast, including Fiona to come back on the show. So her agent gives her a call and runs this idea past her. And she absolutely is not here for it. Her co-host, Sam Fox, he has a pretty good career as an actor, but it could be going better. Mm -hmm. And he's not making as much money as he could be. And he's struggling financially a little bit. So when he gets this, offer about going back on birds of California. He's all for it. He sees it as a chance to really get his career, you know, up to another level to make some more money and to really be the star that he thinks that he can be. So he's informed that Fiona has said no. So now what they want him to do is try to convince her to say yes. Mm -hmm. And from there, maybe there's a budding romance, maybe not. Maybe we find out the real reason why Fiona was kind of acting up during the time when birds of California was on the air, it's not so cut and dry. Like everyone thinks she just wasn't some bad girl, just some spoiled, you know, actor bread. There was more behind it than that. And so we find out the details of that as the story goes on and perhaps someone may, you know, fall in love and you know, all that good stuff, but it was wonderful. Juicy. And it fun. was, it was, it was juicy. It was fun. I had a good time. It's very short. Like before you know it, it's over, but I really had a fun time reading oh, it you know that sounds like it sounds like a good like beach read vacation oh read, my gosh yes it is yes yeah absolutely yeah plane ride read because you can totally read this on the beach 
yeah. and like you know in a few hours it was really fun i will say reading at the beach got me back into reading just physically because mm. i haven't just been reading physically in a really long time i've everything has been like audiobooks mm. in some capacity because i just can't <laughs> like um so it's been really nice just getting back into reading a physical book yeah yeah, yeah. I think um, I think last summer I started reading physically a little bit more. It's funny because audiobooks were very new to me a couple years ago. I feel like sometimes audiobooks get a little addictive and then it gets really hard to, um, or for me, to get my brain to settle and just sit and read the book. And I think that's probably because audiobooks have allowed me to read and insert So that's things. my problem. I I just can't do an audiobook all the time. It has to like Birds of California, yes, I can audiobook this all day long. But I don't know, something like just by looking at him, I have to have the book in front of me. I I just I have to there's gonna be something I want to note or as something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like uh Marrying the Ketchups, that was a good audiobook. You know what I mean? I don't need to like really actively do anything with that book. I don't have a desire to actively do anything with that book. Um, so it just depends for me. I mean, I can audiobook anything. Um, I just might also be like, damn, I wish I had the book in front of me so I could have noted that. Uh, but sometimes I do flag it in the on whatever I'm reading. And um, like whatever I'm listening to, you can flag a mm. section of the audio. So you don't ever just And then I can go out. back. Cause see, no. I'll zone. I will zone out. No, I, it's, it's I will literally like, like the it's book perfect background keeps me noise. There. For, no. see, background noise for me is zoning out. I'm not really paying attention. So it's like, if I if I have when I have the, I am actually still reading the words, although it's playing in my ear. Hmm. I think my brain just, <clears throat> I don't know, it does something with my brain, and I, like mm. I. I could literally listen to an audiobook all day long and I can do all the things that I need to do throughout wow. the day. And it, it just, it, it, I don't know. It's just, and you'll like, really like, be still listening to the audiobook. See, I think I would, I would zone. It just depends. You know what I mean? I might have to slow down or at certain points or, um, but yeah, no. Interesting. Yeah. I think my brain just latches onto it and it like it's it likes it for whatever reason. Yeah, so. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's audiobooks. Audiobooks. I'm sweating. I just want you to know. Well, I'm hot because I've got the two lights on me. <laughs> I don't have the AC on, so I need to I need to turn that on and um <laughs> Well we had a good we had a good chat. We did have a good chat. And I chat. do hope that you that you guys give Maleficent 7 a try because it Please really do. was a good time. I know that we probably seem like a very chaotic book club because our choices are all over the place. That's not that's chaotic. Kind no. of the point. I'm the stopping point you right there, ma'am. I'm gonna re she didn't just say that. Erase it. It's not chaotic. We said early on we are going to introduce you to a variety of genres. Period. That's it. Not chaotic. No, no. No, Sorry. no. Not chaotic. Sorry. We want to give you different options. Yes. You know, we're not going to wire you to death or lit fit you to death or whore. we're going to give you all the things. Yeah. 
I'm gonna give you all the things. Because you need to be experienced be experienced to. No, you need to be exposed <laughs> to more things. Yeah. All of us do. Yeah. And the more things that we're exposed to, the broader our horizons are gonna get. Like the better we're gonna be at understanding other human beings at I mean we try. It's gonna we be try. like we're gonna have like I don't know. It just makes you a better human. So look, I know some of y'all we announced humans during our first quarter books and we put we were gonna read the, the cabinet. I know some of y'all were like, what the fuck is the cabinet? I know some of y'all said that. I know it. But just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Because it's weird <laughs> and brilliant. Yes. And not like anything else you might be reading. And exactly. now maybe you'll get a hint of what Korean literature could be like. And exactly. It's going to send you on a rabbit hole. I mean, that's how I've ended up like absolutely in love with like Japanese literature and mm -hmm. manga and horror yeah. manga and all this stuff is you just get exposed to like one little thing and that makes you go, okay, let me tease that thread. And now you're like, you're everywhere. You've unraveled the whole sweater just sitting there like, ooh. <laughs> like, exactly. And that's, yeah. Let me just say this one last thing. I know some of you are probably also maybe saying they they never choose like the popular books as their book club picks. Well, that's because it's like a thousand other book clubs choosing those books. So we don't really need to do that. And that's also not to say that we won't one day choose a popular book as one of our picks. But for the most part, we're trying to give you a little something different. Yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, I don't think you need me to tell you what the uh, popular book is of the moment. I think that everyone could figure that out for themselves. Absolutely. But there's hundreds of other books that get so printed every year and they deserve love and attention. Well, some of them, some of them are trash, but like, right. a lot of them deserve your attention. And, and yeah, we want you to read them and right. we want to read them. And like, we want you to read them with us. And I'm glad that we're starting to, you and I do little buddy reads mm -hmm. so we can talk more. Yes. You know, I've been wanting to do that. And I we like do that anyway. That's why I like it because we do <laughs> it anyway. And it's so great. It's yeah. so great. So before we go, let me just give the folks some reminders because it's, it's been a while. So we yeah. have created a challenge at the beginning of the year called 12 Women, 12 Countries, trying to, you know, have everyone explore reading uh, women authors from other countries, other backgrounds, Easy. other cultures and all that stuff. So if you go to uh, Instagram or Twitter and just put in the hashtag 12 women, 12 countries. Uh, you can follow along and join in on that challenge. We also have a, a big read for the year, which is Anna Karenina, which we'll be reading and discussing at the end of the year. Did you forget? You already read it. Uh, I've read most of it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to start until um, September. And I'll okay. probably read it September through November. I'm over so, here. Just we'll be looking. reading we're, the big read for this year is Anna Karenina, uh, which we'll be discussing at the end of the year. So just know everything you want to know about TBR Lowdown is on our website, tbrlowdown.com. And if you go to that site and you click on read with us, it breaks down all More the reading. projects we have going on so that you can read along with us. Okay. So Anna Karenina for our 2022 classics challenge. And we've got our 12 women, 12 countries reading challenge. You know, we've got our monthly book club pick and Alyssa and I will also be getting back to the passing reading project. So at some point, <laughs> at some point. So tbrlowdown.com. 
Uh, other housekeeping, keep your eyes out for some giveaways over on TV or Lowdown, our Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and they're also on the website, I believe, too. So we'll have one for seven days in June because I have one extra copy of that. And Naomi has two copies of Just by Looking at Him. Um, and we're going to be giving those away coming up soon. So follow us over on Instagram at tbrlowdown.com. Um, and we will, yeah. Just give away some books. Give away some books. Actually, because really the publishers are very generous and we thank they them are. so much. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. Um, and honestly, they are both fantastic books. I can, yes. attest, I can attest to just by looking at them. Um, and it is downright raunchy. Uh, raunchy, hilarious. Yeah. If you don't like raunch, might not be the book for you, but like, why are you listening to us if you don't like raunchy? I, I, hey I, just, I, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like you, I feel like you, I feel like you're down if you're listening to us. Yeah. Um, and everything I've heard of about seven days in June is that this book is phenomenal Absolutely. and we will be the judge shortly. Um, my audiobook holds coming in soon. So just so you know, Naomi, I will okay. be starting it soon. Okay. Um, but yeah, cause I had to uh, beef up all my audiobooks now that I'm going back to work. That's so right. I have, yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. So thanks all for sticking with us and um, leave us a review on yes, the please. Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, tell a friend. Yes. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yes. And you can always subscribe here to my little channel over here on YouTube. This is where yes. all live events sort of take place. Um, and we do drop the unedited podcast here every Monday at 10 a.m. It does mm -hmm. drop. So um, except for on like live days, live days are just live weeks or live weeks. Right. <laughs> um right. I think that's all of our housekeeping. That was a lot I of think housekeeping. So. <laughs> it was, but it's, it's been a while. So, okay, let me just run by that again. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank That'll you. That'll do it for us. All right. Uh -huh. Bye. Bye. Well, we've come to the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We kindly ask that you go to Apple Podcast and subscribe to our show and leave a review. That would help us out tremendously. Don't forget to follow TBR Lowdown on Instagram at TBR Lowdown and visit our website for show notes, the link to join our Discord book club, and other information at TBRLowdown.com. You can follow me, Naomi, on Instagram at BookLadyReads and follow Alyssa on Instagram at NerdyNurseReads. Thanks again for listening and for your support. Until next time. Bye.